Good day, tiny commuters and daily dosers, and welcome into the Daily Dose, part of the Low Tree Studios Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Galbraith. Thank God it's Friday. It's Friday, January 24th, so let's start your day. Before we begin, just a note, there will be there will not be a podcast next Monday and Tuesday because I will be out of town and I'll be celebrating my birthday by healing up from getting my wisdom tooth pulled. So all, all things considered, we'll see how I feel, but uh, my hope is that this podcast will return on Wednesday. If I get the opportunity to do any pre-recording uh, anytime before we leave town, I'll do that. And you'll see something on your feed. But as of now, the plan is to return on Wednesday. But let's start the day. Let's start the day now with some random goodness. The first thing here, a new study shows your wealth could impact how long you live. Researchers found that richer men and women are living on average, an average of nine years longer than poor people. People with more money, uh, the study found, were living disability-free lives for nearly a decade. 10 years longer than those with less money. Uh, Are you on a diet? Odds are this time of year you are. Maybe you're not calling it a diet. You're just eating well differently. Uh, Either way, a new study reveals that average, uh, the average adult will try 126 different diets during their lifetime, assuming you begin adulthood at 18. That's about two diets a year. Ease up on the diets, everybody. Next thing, brushing and flossing are both important uh, for your oral health. But if you had to do just one, it would be flossing. Dr. Ann Laurent of Laurent Dental Artistry in Lafayette, Louisiana says, flossing and brushing isn't really an either-or equation for optimum health. However, if you had to pick one, flossing is more important if done correctly. The goal of flossing and brushing is to remove plaque buildup. Brushing only removes plaque from the front and back surfaces of your teeth. Flossing on the other hand, allows you to remove plaque from between your teeth and underneath the gums. These hard-to-reach spots are where the most destructive microbes live. Uh, Here's how one caller describes flossing. Hey, uh, talking about the flossing, I have a dental hygienist friend. She says, imagine if you didn't floss in relation to wiping your butt. It's like wiping the cheek and forgetting the crack. So don't forget the crack. Don't forget the crack. And speaking of crack, Coca-Cola is making it socially acceptable to crack open a can of soda first thing in the morning. The brand is launching a line of line of soda with coffee drinks. The soda coffee hybrid canned beverage is expected to come in dark blend, vanilla, and caramel flavors. The 12-ounce cans pack in 70 calories. I've never been a fan. You know, the, 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 the uh, energy drink, brand those companies they're they are they got into the coffee game right so they, they they just did their energy drinks which are are good but they're super sugary one of my favorites one my when i first got introduced to the energy drinks was was red bull love that then i then i started enjoying rock stars then i really enjoyed the organic rock stars which i can't find anymore i really love those ones they're really really tasty but they're no they're, no one's drinking them apparently because they don't keep them on the shelves uh but then you started seeing those companies get into the coffee game like monster i think monster even had a coffee uh rock i don't know if rockstar does that but monster did and they they're disgusting 
they're not very good at all. Come on, just a regular cup of coffee. Nothing beats just a regular cup of coffee. So I can't imagine that this Coca-Cola coffee is going to be any good at all. I don't really know, though, you know? We have new information to report. Because I'm not going to actually try it. Anyway, moving on to the new information to report. Uh, in the UK, a grandpa on a mobility scooter was nearly four times the legal drinking limit when he was stopped by police. With a woman on his knee, the grandpa who admitted he uh, that he had been... I'm sorry. The grandpa who admitted that he had knocked back a rum or two and a couple of pints of beer said the police never reacted. I don't regret it as I don't think I was doing anything wrong. Oh, the police overreacted. <laughs> never reacted. My glasses aren't working. Let me, let me turn them up a little bit. Uh, these new glasses. I got these new ones, right? Not to make excuses for my inability to read. Uh, even You know, it's funny. Even when I proofread, I still do this kind of thing. But the new glasses are turned up a notch. And sometimes they're a little bit much. Sometimes they're just a little bit much. Anyway, back to the grandpa quote. The police overreacted. I don't regret it as I don't think I was doing anything wrong. You should be allowed to enjoy yourself. And the woman on his lap, she apparently owed him some money. And he wanted to be sure of getting it. So he was taking her to the bank. Wow, that's smart. That's innovative, see? See, we just got to be smart. That's all it is. A homeowner in China was shocked to discover his house had been completely emptied by burglars sometime while he was away on a three-month business trip. Three months, of course. Come on. The burglars took his furniture, the TV, the refrigerator, an air conditioner, a computer, and the beds, even the decorative paintings hanging in the living room disappeared. So that's a long time, right? If I was going to be gone that long, I would have somebody checking on my house or staying there or, uh, you know, I would tell my neighbors, look, I'm going to be gone a long time. Please keep an eye on my house. Of course, having an alarm system, which we have, uh, you'd know, you could see things going on. Um, it's definitely would have, before I left on that trip, I would get an alarm system. Even if I just shut it off when I got home, dude, that's a long time to be away from your house. You got to have something going on. Somebody checking on it. You know what I'm saying? Next thing, police in Northern Indiana believe they may have finally nabbed the man responsible for wearing nothing more than a face mask while standing alongside Interstate 94 on several occasions. Within the last several months, Jason Rose, who was taken into custody Wednesday on a misdemeanor count of public nudity, reportedly told police he appeared naked along the busy highway for the adrenaline rush. The adrenaline rush of being naked. Of being naked. Now, that's there. Here's the question here. Now, uh, if if you're if you're if you're well hung in that department as a guy, right? If you're not well or well hung, are you doing this? Are you, are you, uh, is that the adrenaline rush? Hey, look at my tiny winky. I'm going to get out on the highway and show everybody how cold it is outside. It's like, it's like a, a, a thermostat, right? A thermometer, I should say. It's like a thermometer to let everybody know, hey, in, in case they didn't know by the falling snow in Indiana, in Northern Indiana, uh, the, the winky, the tiny winky on interstate 94 is definitely an indication that it is chilly outside. Well, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's, you know, he's a, he's a shower, not a grower. Who knows? We, we don't know these things. 
The next thing, an animal rescuer in Arizona ventured out onto a pond uh, in an inflatable boat to rescue a duck spotted struggling with some fishing wire and driftwood. After the Arizona Humane Society was called, an animal medical technician borrowed an inflatable raft from a colleague and was able to venture out onto the water. The duck is being treated for its injuries and will be returned to the wild. You see what you get here on the Daily Dose. You get to hear news about a duck that was saved in Arizona by a guy on a raft. That's good stuff, right? I mean, it's the best news out, right? I think. Instead, instead of hearing about someone that got killed or shot, or you're hearing about a duck that got saved. What's better than that? What's better than that kind of news? You know, it's funny. I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it here. I always wanted to create a, uh, something that had more positive news and funny news out there. And here, here it is. It's right here. Because uh, there's too much negativity, so that's kind of fun. Next thing here, a video of two chimpanzees in a Chinese wildlife park suggests the chimpanzees have the ability to read a newspaper. The video shows two chimpanzees living in a wildlife park in northwest China holding a few pages of a newspaper and seemingly reading the text and looking at the images. One of the chimps seems to finish reading part of the paper and then gently place it on the floor. The two chimpanzees even occasionally turn the pages like humans. Park staffers regularly put a newspaper in the chimps enclosure after a paper was accidentally left there and the animals seemed interested in it. Now, are they, are they actually reading it? I wonder if they're processing that information. They're pretty smart, right? I mean, I've obviously have to be taught to read, to read, to read, <laughs> to read. You have to be taught to read, but uh, yeah, that's kind of cool that they're actually mimicking. I wonder if they've seen humans do it or something. And they're just kind of mimicking. These are your entertainment headlines. A director is suing Sixth Sense director M. Night Shyamalan, a director suing a director, accusing him of stealing her 2013 film. Francesca Gregorini wrote and directed The Truth About Emmanuel, a psychological thriller about a woman who forms a relationship with a doll after the death of her infant. In the copyright suit that she filed on Wednesday, Gregorini accuses Shyamalan uh, of lifting elements from the film for his Apple TV plus series servant the series debuted uh, in november with Sha- with Sh- Sh- Shyamalan as executive producer it also tells the story of a couple who raise a doll as their son after the death of an infant oh i think i've seen that i think i've seen that come across on the apple tv according to the suit gregorini's story emerged from her difficulty with conceiving a child and from growing up with an absent mother Next thing here, Game of Thrones' first spinoff has the beginnings of a premiere date. House of the Dragon, a prequel series focused on the Targaryen family, Daenerys' ancestors, received a 10-episode series order in October 2019. HBO leadership is pretty confident it will be on air sometime in 2022. Are you watching it? Is it something you're interested in? It's funny because as I'm reading it, I'm get, I'm getting excited about watching it. That's funny because I I when I was really upset. I was one of those people that that didn't enjoy the final season. Actually, didn't enjoy the final episode. The episode final episode was disappointing to me. 
Um, but but there was so much good in that series that it, it, now as time has passed, I'm kind of forgiving them. It kind of it's kind of okay now, and I would be interested in a Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon, going into the Targaryen family. Will it be as exciting as you know Daenerys and all the things and having those eggs and then they turn into dinosaurs and all that stuff was so cool, man? In the building of that that series, uh, Game of Thrones. I don't know if it'll be as good, but uh, I'd be interested in giving it a try. I'd give it a try. I would give it a try. All right, Sir Winston Leonard Spencer Churchill. That's two middle names, everybody. Leonard Spencer. Sir Winston Leonard Spencer Churchill, the British leader who guided Great Britain and the Allies through the crisis of World War II, dies in London at the age of 90 on this day in 1965. Next thing, by the end of 2005, Pixar had become a giant in the world of movie animation. And on this day in 2006, the company that brought the world the blockbuster hits Toy Story, A Bug's Life, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, and The Incredibles was sold to Walt Disney Company, their longtime distributor, for a staggering, and it is staggering. I mean, I, you, we, you say these words, right? These words I'm about to say, but can you even imagine what, how much this is? Some people can. Some people can. Me, I can't. $7.4 billion, right? I mean, I have $7.4 in my bank right now, but $7.4 billion. I mean, that's just so much money. So much money being transferred right there. Next thing here, <clears throat> canned beer makes its debut on this day in 1935. In partnership with the American Can Company, <laughs> the uh, Gottfried Kruger Brewing Company delivered 2,000 cans of Kruger's Finest Beer and Kruger's Cream Ale to faithful Kruger drinkers in Richmond, Virginia. I said Kruger a lot right there. Three or four times. I don't know. I'm not going to recount, but it seemed like a, it felt like a lot. It, it just really did. Water cooler question. Each year, this organization uses almost 150 pounds of peanut butter. What is the organization? It's the Girl Scouts. It's the Girl Scouts for their cookies. It's a lot of peanut butter. Uh, you know, and the whole thing, I think, with Girl Scouts and, and them, their cookies and all that is to, to, to show initiative, to get them out there, you know, and learn how to sell stuff. And, 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 but but what's ha what happens is, is the parents are doing that crap, right? I mean, how is it helping the girl uh, and the Girl Scouts when dad goes to work and says, you want to buy some Girl Scout cookies? Their parents are slinging this stuff. The parents are slinging it. The girls aren't. Get those girls out in front of a, uh, you know, a, a Target or a supermarket and make them stay out in the cold. You know, of course, parents have to be there. It's safety, right? We're talking about safety here, but it's initiative. Teach these girls a lesson on how to, you know, do stuff like that. Don't make the parents do it, and don't pressure me. All right, I don't want to buy your Girl Scout cookies. They're not that good. I know people are disagreeing with me right now, right? Because it's a thing. It's a big thing to care about Girl Scout cookies. I don't care about them. They're not that. There's I, I can buy better cookies at Trader Joe's where I love to shop. There's better cookies there and they're cheaper, right? Do, but they go to a good cause. What? What good cause? Girl Scouts? They don't even work to sell their cookies. 
All right, my rant is over. Let's uh, let's end your podcast, this podcast here, and start your day with a deep thought. Because this is your podcast. I do this for you. Do I do it for me? No, I do it for you, listeners, because I love you. You're my friends. You're my friends, and I'm talking to you right now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this this podcast that's yours and start your day with a deep thought, and it is this: happiness is like a kiss. Ooh. You must share it to enjoy it. Oh, right? Because you can't just kiss your hand. That's not fun. That is, is it fun? Right? You can practice on your hand, but your hand can't tell you whether you're doing a good job. You have to kiss someone else. Oh, man. Happiness is like a kiss. You must share it to enjoy it. So true. That is a great quote. I love it. And... That's it for today's show. You lovely people have an amazing day and take care of your fellow travelers on planet Earth. As mentioned, I'll be back on Wednesday next week with more bite-sized goodness. Cheers. Cheers.